Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, we are in this series called The Holy Spirit Powered Life, that our life is meant to be powered by a fuel. And that fuel is the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that causes us to respond to God, to live dynamically in our lives and to do the things that God wants us to do in our life. Now, if we were to, if I was to ask you what fruit is, fruit we would all describe as where seeds is the container of seeds or as Encyclopedia Britannica calls fruit the ripened ovary of a flowered plant, which is pretty colourful language. And in fruit is the seed and then ultimately that fruit falls to the ground, that seed goes into the soil and a new new, uh, tree is born. And so what happens is, is that fruit is something that is a sign of health in our life. Well, the writers of the scriptures use the imagery of the Holy Spirit bearing fruit, as in bearing life in our life. And they constantly contrast it with this almost like disagreement, argument, competition, war between the flesh, that which wants to do whatever it wants to do, and the Spirit of God. Let's have a look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. And it says, live by the Spirit. The writer of Galatians says, just outright, he says, live by the Spirit. Live being led by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit guiding you, speaking to you, showing you what steps you need to take. Not just in your religious life, so to speak, but in your everyday life. Everyday life. The person that you marry, the way you invest your money, the way you set up your house, where you live, the kind of jobs you do, the things that you're involved in. We're called to live our life in such a way that the Spirit is guiding us in all things. And so the writer says, live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit. And here's this conflict between the flesh and the Spirit. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit. And what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to prevent you from doing what you want. But if you're led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. Now the works of the flesh are obvious. Fornication, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I'm warning you as I warned you before. Those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Just as an aside, if you really want to understand what are the things that God wants us to do or not do, that's a great passage of scripture to reflect on. Verse 22, by contrast, the fruit, that which will bear life, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. Now, what the writer of of this passage is saying is this, is that the Holy Spirit's function in us is to create life. And the Holy Spirit's function in us is to guide us into the will of God. And so therefore, we have to tune our mind into listening to the Holy Spirit in our life knowing that the Holy Spirit will guide, but the Holy Spirit will also empower to make it possible for these things to occur. 
uh, we recently had a faith builder event uh, in a particular city. And, uh, and if you get to come to a faith builder event, I'd love you to be part of them. Uh, but we were in a particular city and, and some people came to me and said, listen, this is really hard what you're doing, trying to reach as many people as you are in as many places as you are. And it is. But, and, and there's no doubt about it, it's very hard. But uh, what we know is that if we, uh, if we rely upon the Holy Spirit, the Spirit causes us to meet people that help us. The Spirit causes, us, causes people to be moved to contribute to f- financially to be able to, uh, to make it work. The Holy Spirit provides for us the things that we need. Our relationship with God is meant to be that, so, uh, with the Holy Spirit, is meant to be dynamic. And when we look at what the fruit is, what is going to bear life, is, is these things that it says, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And if you've heard me talk on them before, when I was much younger and maybe a much younger male, I used to think these were very soft, that these were not strong things or things that I would aspire to. And yet the older I have got and the more I have walked with God in my life, the more I have come to see the richness and the strength of what it is to be someone who is full of patience, of what it is to be kind of what it is to be generous and to deny yourself in order that someone else can have. What it is to be faithfulness. And, and you look at these things and these, these, there, there are these, these calls to strength that is in the strength of the fruit of having the Holy Spirit, which is in us. If the Holy Spirit is in our lives, these things become evident. And the war between the Spirit and our flesh is one that is, just to be honest with you, is defeated because the Spirit is stronger to defeat the flesh. In your prayer today, in your prayer today, ask the Holy Spirit to show you what areas where you need to walk more deeply in the fruit of the Spirit that will bear life and where in your life is the flesh, those things of your desires, those things that you just want, those base things that draw us away from the person we need to be. Where is that conflict in our life? And what we do is we invite Holy Spirit into that conflict. And we say to the Holy Spirit, I'm struggling in this, I'm struggling in that. And the Holy Spirit comes to our aid. And what does the Holy Spirit bring? It brings the victory of Jesus who died on the cross and rose. That the victory of Jesus comes and defeats that which captures us. And it's the Holy Spirit that is underneath it, powering us to be able to respond. Pray through it. If you pray through it, it's amazing how the Holy Spirit will guide you. You can be more than you believe you could ever be because of the Holy Spirit in your life. And you might be older now, you might be successful now, you might be someone who goes to church all the time now. And I wanna say to you, there's more of the Holy Spirit for you. And maybe you're someone today who's not so sure about God. There is more of the Holy Spirit to you who will lead you to Jesus, who is our Savior and our Lord. Well, I wanna read to you today from the Come Holy Spirit book, a compilation of prayers that are gathered together to the Holy Spirit. And I pray that this would bless you And so let's just close our eyes for a moment and let's just be in the Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to touch us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Holy Spirit, replace replace the tension within with holy relaxation. Replace the turbulence with a sacred calm. Replace the anxiety with a quiet confidence. Replace the fear with a strong faith.
Replace the darkness with a gentle light. Replace the bitterness with the sweetness of your grace. Replace the coldness within with a, with a gentle warmth. Oh, my loving Jesus, by the power of your spirit, make me a praise of glory to the Father. And Father, we make this prayer in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. And God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God's never far from you.